Hello Buglers, I'm Andy Zaltzman. Spoiler alert, it's Christmas time. Uh, whilst I'm recording this and whilst you're listening to it, unless you're listening to it uh, later. But uh, let's take a moment today to visit uh, Bugle 57 from December 2008. It's hats off to Obama, shoes off for Bush. Top story this week, viral mega smash. Andy, sometimes it's impossible to know what will take the internet by storm. <laughs> uh, will it be a hamster on a piano uh, eating a piece of popcorn? Will it be a skateboarder suffering a spectacular nut shot from an unexpected piece of railing? Perhaps a teenage boy dancing awkwardly yet overconfidently to a sexually explicit rap song? Well, for this week only... Andy, it was none of those things. It was, in fact, simply a 62-year-old man having a pair of shoes thrown at him. <laughs> it's always this wasn't Exactly. But this wasn't any old man, Andy, and they weren't any old shoes. <laughs> this was President George W. Bush being facially confronted at high velocity with the second most famous example of protest footwear in history, after when Judas threw his flip-flops at Jesus. <laughs> Bush was on a surprise farewell trip to Iraq, uh, the most spectacular since his surprise hello trip in 2003. (laughs) During a press conference, an Iraqi journalist stood up and threw his shoes at him, shouting, This is a farewell kiss, you dog. This is from the widows, the orphans and those who were killed in Iraq. And it was probably not the Secret Service's finest hour. (laughs) The man had time to take his shoe off throw it at the president, bend down and take his other shoe off and throw that one at the president too before he was wrestled to the floor. In fact, he'd probably have had time to get a third shoe off were it not for the fact that he was tragically born with less than three feet. (laughs) But CNN were very anxious to tell people that in the Arab world, throwing shoes at someone is thought to be a very great insult. (laughs) Oh, no kidding, CNN. I think that most people got that from the shoes flying through the air towards his head. I don't think anyone imagined there was a possibility that this was, in fact, the highest form of compliment. I don't know, thank John. You f- thank you for our freedom, President Bush. Please, take my shoes. And if you'd be so kind, please, catch them with your face. I have nothing but the greatest respect for you. Maybe, maybe he was thinking, you know, if I can get the President to sign my shoes on eBay, they're going to go. They're going to go big. Well, it's, it's interesting you say that, because the make of shoes themselves have since become immensely popular in Iraq, with many shops completely selling out of their stock. Was this, in fact, a very clever viral marketing campaign? Because those shoes have had better media coverage than the latest Air Jordans. Would it have been that surprising if after the footage of the president ducking out of the way of the shoes, the screen had just gone blank, but for a Nike swoosh and the words, just do it? <laughs> Air protest. Lightweight shoes which slip off quickly and easily for when you can feel yourself being watched by secret service agents. (laughs) Ergonomically designed to fly through the air, increasing your distance and velocity for markedly better results. And complete with a patterned sole to leave a mark on your target's face. Oh, I think, John, I think think we're being far too negative about this. It's well known that uh, people throw knickers at rock stars. Clearly this guy's just a foot fetishist, but a bit of a thing for the president. That's a nice way of looking at it, Andy. <laughs> also, he says, this is a farewell kiss, you dog. And, you know, to be fair, he is a bad kisser whose shoe-hurling technique has not proved a massive hit with the lasses in Baghdad's <laughs> nightclubs. I mean, it was a botched assassination attempt, essentially. <laughs> Just very badly planned from start to finish. Yeah. Very few people have ever been killed by thrown shoes. But I think what was interesting about it was the outstanding technique in shoe avoidance that Bush yes. showed. I mean, he just swerved out of the way of it. It was like a high-class opening batsman avoiding a bouncer on the first morning of a test match. It was like a young yep. Michael Atherton. And this, to me, suggested that this <laughs> has happened before, John. George W. Bush has avoided shoes thrown at his head 
probably throughout his life. <laughs> he looked like it had happened all the time. He just kind of grinned at the guy and said, well, another shoe. Well, that's another one for the catalogue. <laughs> well, here's, in fact, a list of all the people who could have thrown a shoe at George W. Bush. Uh, actually, we're going to have to cut that out. We don't have time. I, I want to be back in home for the boy's first birthday. But, <laughs> but the point stands. Andy, why have people decided to enjoy this footage so much? Well, you know, I think everyone has accepted that this may be as close as we're going to get to accountability for what <laughs> President Bush has done to the world over the last eight years. Two shoes being thrown at his head and missing. <laughs> that's, that's all we're getting. No trials, no admissions of guilt. But to be honest, I also think it's probably more than we dared actually hope for. <laughs> That, that's the only way to explain how many times it's been repeatedly shown on the news, even in slow motion. They've been shown it in slow motion, like morality porn. <laughs> Every, everyone's sitting at home watching, going, uh, oh, yeah, I'll throw the other shoe, that's it, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at his face, he doesn't like it, does he? Oh, he's been a bad, bad man. There, there have been marches in support of the now-jailed and probably badly beaten, partially-known journalist and world-famous shoe-chucker, all across the Middle East. And uh, one man uh, marched with a shoe on top of a stick that he was waving in the air like a slip-on crucifix. <laughs> and, and even a Libyan charity group called uh, Wa Atizimau has uh, awarded Munaza al-Zahidi an award for courage, saying what he did represents a victory for human rights across the world. Whoa, steady on, he threw a shoe at a man. That's it. This is not Gandhi. This is not a lifetime's dedication to human rights. This is momentary frustration slipping over into footwear violence. Let's not commission the statue of him just yet. Well, you say that, John, but how long did it take Gandhi to get famous? You know, 30 years of dignified, peaceful protest. This guy, all over the world, with one simple action. This is, this is the future of protest, John. It's a great day for democracy because it proves that the best way of making your political point is not by running for office, devoting yourself to a party and striving to do your bit either to improve or worsen things for the common people as you see fit, or by committing a life's work to social projects and activism. It's to throw a shoe at a president. That, you make your point, you do it in an entertaining, accessible way that the world's media can get an angle on. And when a million people took the streets uh, in London before the Iraq War, there were protests all around the world, uh, and that is as nothing to a carefully flanged piece of footwear, John. Well, you can imagine people sitting at home saying, hey, did you see that really moving display of communal dissatisfaction with placards chanting and the kind of social expression that democracy should cherish to its stupid vested belly? No, I just saw some nutters on telly being charged by riot police for flicking a V-sign at horse. OK, <laughs> but did you see the guy chuck his shoes at George W. Bush? Yeah, best TV <laughs> in history. That is politics. He faces anything between two and 20 years in prison. And his defence team have said they'll be basing their case on the fact that the United States is occupying Iraq and resistance is therefore legitimate by all means, including shoes. <laughs> well, good luck with that. The old shoe defence. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time someone had used that defence, I would not have any dollars. <laughs> but I would be about to get one. Uh, <laughs> but he's facing up to apparently a 15-year sentence for the crime of aggression against a president. It's almost like the laws of this country, John, have been framed by people who were a bit worried about a president being unpopular there. As a journalist, Andy, he knew the power of what he was doing. He knows that the pen is mightier than the sword, but he also knows that the shoe is mightier than the pen. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying George W. Bush will only be remembered for having shoes thrown at his head, but he will be remembered for having shoes thrown at his head, and also for the actions that led to shoes being thrown at his head.
Yeah. I'm sure shoes are thrown at other presidents' heads. It's just they were probably by accident. Uh, Bush has given some quite interesting interviews, obviously concerned about how history will judge him, uh, and history will probably be putting on his black cap and calling him a <laughs> But... Um, <laughs> He said this in an interview with Fox News. He said, What matters to me is that I didn't compromise my soul to be a popular guy. Which mm. is lucky, John, because if he had compromised his soul to be a popular guy, he would be spending quite a lot of time now looking for the receipt and reading the small print on the warranty. <laughs> because that deal has not worked. But yeah. what, what has he compromised his soul for, John? Because he clearly has compromised it. I mean, has it has been for money, uh, women, eternal life, to get on telly. Or, you know, to look cool. I mean, I've compromised my soul. I sold it to the devil in exchange for a really good carbonara recipe. And, frankly, I think it was worth it. But oh, you make a good carbonara, Andy. Yeah. You make a very good carbonara. Yeah, well, I hope you enjoy it, because I'm going to suffer for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I enjoy it. <laughs> Have you compromised your soul, John? I mean, let, let, no, let's I... leave your film career out of this, but, you know, anything else? <laughs> Get the sequel? I think, I, think <laughs> I think you've answered your own question there, Andy. <laughs> Both me and Colbert would be first to <laughs> put our hands up there. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I'm waiting for you to give, it, give me a signed copy for Christmas. Done and done. Thank you for listening. More festive-themed top stories next week. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss Lime Bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.